Welcome to episode 18 of Winging It, when the Royal Ball Rhythm starts to play. It's been a while. <laughs> when the Royal Ball Rhythm starts to play, comma, please wake me up. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's um, that's obviously reference to the new Matthias Francis song. We're going to get into it in a minute. I've got Heskiff and I've got Albert. It's the team. We're all here. You. We're for one week only for the next month. <laughs> Good. Happy 2024, y'all. Mm. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And back back on the slog. All right. Any New Year's resolutions? Five drinking shit for I don't know. What you got, Heskiff? What's your resolutions? Buy more art? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've already done that. So yeah, I, I, I'm going in. I've actually done it as well. How how much, how more middle class in this podcast get? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think everyone knows this who listens, but all my art's Spider-Man anyway. So I don't know how posh and classy that is, but Spider-Man's great. So Bernie did a good colouring in of Mysterio. On Did Sunday, he? you interested? I am interested. <laughs> Are you, what's, that, Adrian, what's the what's what's the commission rate saying? Uh, two, <laughs> two Pacificos, <laughs> uh, two, two whatevers, two normals at Tasty Jerk, <laughs> two normals. The billion. if it's open, livid. I got a bottle this week. It's called Respire from Black Sheep. I can't remember how it ended up in my house. Someone bought it round. I think you can buy it in Asda, so. Mm. They love it so much, they left it behind. Like a breath of fresh air, Respire is a soft and pillowy session IPA laced with juicy notes of citrus and tropical fruits. New World hops shine, adding a touch of bitterness, while the Pale Mall adds a delicate sweetness. Sorry, what was your New Year's resolution? <laughs> Drink more shit beer. Drink more pillowy session IPAs. Pillowy, that's what's missing from my beer. It's not pillowy enough. No. Do you feel no. that you're you're just standing up? Is it a standing up beer? You need someone to rest I mean, your head after drinking. If if it was pillowy, I'd smother my face with it whilst Palace <laughs> are playing. <laughs> oh, this is bang average, by the way. How disappointing. The beer or the podcast? Uh, both. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of the above. <laughs> oh, dear. So, did you have a resolution? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I promised not to do this, but here I am. Couldn't keep him away. It's therapy, isn't it? It's therapy. Yeah. Mm. Have I got a resolution? I haven't got to see it. I haven't got, no. Just, just take more time for me, I think, is mine. Why Joe, are you laughing? Joe, Joe agrees. Take all the time you want. I don't know. I haven't told her. I was, I was on, <laughs> too busy taking time for me. Uh, well, it's a new year and not much changed because it's just me and Albert in penguin jumpers and winging at caps. Look, and you've either got it or you ain't. And I, refusing to ever wear his cap. I think he gave it away. Funnily enough, I wore my winging it cap in a team's meeting at work yesterday because my hair was so shit. <laughs> I didn't I didn't explain myself, but just deal with it. Mm. I was hoping someone would be like, oh, that's a really cool logo. What is it? But no one gave a shit and we were talking about spreadsheets. So, so, someone said to me, what, what is your hat? And I was like, oh, it's the logo for my podcast. I was like, oh, oh, is it a politics podcast? You know, like with the red and the blue and the wings of the parties. I was like, no. And no. the slightly fascist iconography. Oh. <laughs> hey. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it hasn't your favorite podcast become right wing? Isn't that the the viewpoint at the moment i read an article about that the other day but what podcast apparently everyone's podcast. apparently everyone's favorite podcast has become right wing yeah. we didn't get the memo oh. i think um this is my favorite podcast <laughs> good we haven't so 
we're going to start off with <clears throat> small boats. <laughs> Brilliant. No. So what do we think of the new Francer song? Are we into it? Albert, come on, you up. Uh, well, I've not really, wi- I've not witnessed it. I like, I like it on paper. But okay. the thing is, you've you've changed it with Roy Ball Rhythm. I don't know what you mean. I'm going to sing you the real version right now. When oh, wow, okay. In, I'm, I'm when, going on mute. When the... When the... you got to wait for was the there not, Was there not a, a shorter intro version? Yeah, where's the radio edit? <laughs> Fucking hell. That's right, it's coming in now. We're not playing PRS. You ready? Here he goes. When the Roy Boy Rippens... No. Well, <laughs> with the drum. Edit it out. Edit it out. <laughs> no, you're in now. The Roy Boy Rhythm starts to play. Season ticket. Why do we pay? Mateus Franta sitting on the bench. Boring games make the palace grim. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. That's, that's what the HF was singing all night against Everton. Wow. <laughs> I love that I missed the drop as well. I love it. You spent about I spent about twenty minutes waiting for the drop and then you were about five minutes behind it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I should have probably listened to the song after downloading it. <laughs> but yeah, no, sorry. Sorry, Roy. Sorry, not sorry. I don't know. We're gonna Do you think it off. was him? Do you think he cares? He's been in football for 47 million years. Do you think he cares? doesn't bother him. In fact, fact, it's disrespectful to suggest that it does bother him. Yeah, I've got an outstanding CV. (laughs) Did you notice yesterday he was wearing a puffer jacket and tracky bottoms? (laughs) Was he? Yeah. I think he went a little bit bit Roadman, Roadman Roy. Casual casual ting on a Thursday? Yeah. And, and listen, I'm not. I'm not going to try and read too much into it. But we always accuse Roy of not taking the FA Cup seriously. And I think if anything has illustrated it, yeah, he's, he's turned up in <laughs> fucking sweats. He just got right. Yeah, he was on the sofa, and they were like, "Roy, it's a Thursday night kickoff." Ooh, Ray's wheeled him in. Mm. Okay, <sighs> so we're going to cover off. It's been five games since we recorded the last pod. Six games of your Albert because he binned us off on the last one. <sighs> I was, did you? Are you Happy obviously? Year. You, you, year. Didn't, you didn't listen back, did you? Obviously not. Why would you? Mm, I'm pretty sure I did. It was just a fucking long time ago. <laughs> it was just after you'd taken me on a date to see the Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did listen. I did listen. <laughs> and then you ghosted me. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Like I say, I'm taking some more time for me. <laughs> uh, so it started with Man City, which we was obviously all expecting to just go and get pumped and look like it was materialising, but didn't. Were you as shocked as all of us, all of us Albert? Yeah, I, uh, I was, where was I? I was at my nan's house, sort of hanging out with my nan whilst having it on the old phone at the same time. Um, went 2-0 down and was like, fuck this. Turned the phone off, went to meet some family friends at a boozer, uh, completely forgot about it. And then I think I met, I, I don't know if I messaged you guys at the time. I had a thing where I was at the bar getting a pint and I went onto the Sky Sports app and it, where it, where it shows all of the scores it said two all. I was like, fucking hell. And it meant, you know, and we were definitely kicking on for the final whistle. I clicked onto our fixture to see who had scored and it said two one there. So I had this sort of minute <laughs> roller coaster of shit. We're either drawing or we're not. Uh, and then it refreshed and it was two all and we won. So no, I certainly was not expecting that. Mm. Heskiff, your boy, yeah. Jeffrey Schlupp with. The most incredible touch of his right foot before that cross oh. to set up JP. I don't think I've ever seen him curve his run 
ever either. Normally he just pegs it in a straight line, but he did great, great curved run to get onto the ball. Mm-hmm. I wasn't angry that he got the assist, all right? I wasn't, <laughs> whatever. I don't like, I don't know if he's good enough to do what the touch did, but the way it just meant that all that could happen was the defender could foul him for a penalty or he could yeah. get across into the box. It was, yeah. it was excellent. Really, really was. It was. And, and not, even, not even was JP, in there. <laughs> not even JP could miss that. Mm, lovely finish. And then JP then goes and wins the pen. <laughs> It's just second week running, just that burst of pace, getting in front of the defender and drawing a foul. I love um, also. What, what, did you, what did you say? Was it one of your friends said he got the the Ladybird book of oh, how yeah. to be a striker? Yeah, <laughs> his Christmas present was the Ladybird book of how to be a striker because all of a sudden he he could do everything. <laughs> Very weird. Very weird. Everything. Well. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's just say, you know, with Edouard getting injured, it didn't turn out to be quite as bad as it could have been, really. Hmm. But yeah, wins the penalty. Elise steps up. Uh, Alba looks very sceptical. We'll get into it later. We'll get we'll get more into it. We'll do a three and three later. It's a roll of life. It's a roller coaster. Yes, City right. was good for Jean Philippe right, Teta, yeah. and Elise just <clears throat> ice in his veins. Beautiful. It's, you can say after he scored, but like at no point did I think he was going to miss that penalty. Like as soon as I saw it was Elisa, I was like, he ain't going to get psyched out because he just he just doesn't. Mm. Um, oh, it's a perfect penalty as well, isn't it? Right in the corner, lovely. And I feel, and I, feel um, I feel obliged to point out because not many people spoke about the time uh, Edison should have been on the pitch. Mm. Again, because of who? Again, that man JP. Yep. Because he would have just naturally got onto that ball and slotted it home. He would have knowing, rolled that in. Because <laughs> there's nothing what you we, can't do. Exactly. <laughs> knowing what we know now, that he's the best striker in the league at the moment, that would have been, he would have done it with eyes closed back heel. Oh, I wish um, I'd spent less time downloading Mucho Mumbo and more time downloading Venger Boys, to be honest now. <laughs> like I say, New Year. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so a completely unexpected point, and then obviously that was on the back of a really good performance against Liverpool. So looks like Roy is starting to dig himself out of a hole. Shit, ref. <laughs> we then move on to the next game, and it's Brighton. Uh... And for the longest time, it looks like IU is adding his second one nil victory against Brighton to his CV. But um, the Zerbi makes tactical changes in-game, forces us back, we've got no answer, and then by the end of the game, we're hanging on. But it was a good header from Welbeck to equalise, but we were, do you agree, Albert, that we were lucky to hang on in that one? Uh, you... Slept since then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, lucky to hang on. Um, they definitely played the better football. The thing that... Um, the thing that became really a sort of apparent was I thought we were fairly we were fairly passive and pedestrian for a lot of that game, um, and our friend John Philippe was yeah. Listen, he's played a lot more football due to you know no one else being available than he had over the past few weeks, couple of months, whatever. And I, I just thought beyond beyond. 50, 55 minutes, Mateta was just fucking, you know, an absolute passenger, bless him. And it's not, I'm not saying it's his fault, um, but the way that, I mean, even when we tried to be really proactive, particularly in the first half, like we would sort of all of a sudden decide to try and press Brighton, like really try and pin them back. And the, and the way they so easily sort of, you know, three, four passes got themselves out of it whilst we all stood there sort of puffed out was, was slightly worrying, but you know, they're, they've obviously got a, a, a far more versatile, deeper, whatever you want to call it squad. Um, and we're there with fucking, yeah, Mateta who's, who's blown out of his backside and, and all the usual characters. So I think we were, I'd have taken a point before the game. So I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, ah, oh, we should have won that because they're, they are a better side than us. 
Well, the pressing did eventually result in a goal. Just for, just on the stroke of half time four, are you? Yeah. But it is is tight. It's definitely tiring work. And then when you're lacking depth on the bench, as we are at the moment, it's hard to continue that through the game. And it proves to be the case. But yeah, it was um, the second second one all in a row at Sellers against them, where their goalies basically gifted us a goal. <laughs> but a f- lovely ball from Elise Eskif. Oh, brilliant ball, brilliant ball, and. Really glad that I got the goal plate, as well. Can it? More than no. a plate. There you go. Missed that. <laughs> Some of our players would. Um, but it was good that I scored as well because obviously I think he's been here long enough where he really gets he really gets it with the with the Brighton game. But yeah, I agree. Like I just think the second the more the second half went on, we just got deeper and deeper and deeper. We didn't really make any subs as much as we can say the depth our depth is not as good as theirs. Just brings people on. Just was it eighty-five minutes? It was yeah, close to last, yeah. last ten for sure. I, I just mean, think bring you know bring players on just to have a bit of energy and run around because we looked oh, like we just didn't want to get out off of our eighteen yard eighteen yard line, and it just you know I think everyone said it around me. I'm sure they did around you guys as well. Just like you know that the goal was coming, you can just see it coming, you can feel it coming, and I think if we'd have played another five ten minutes, we probably would have lost. So yeah, take the point but feel shit knowing that we were ahead. <laughs> oh, it's going off. It's all popping off in, in Norbury. <laughs> Norbury. Oh, I forgot where he lived there. He thought he was still I in the, the original ends. I know, I did. I did. <clears throat> to be fair, it's, it's coming from Stratton Way, so. <laughs> what is, isn't it the 5th of January? What's, what's happening? Yeah, but my nan's got back from Spain the this yeah. evening, so I, th- I think it's the welcoming committee for Marge. I was going to ask if it was if it was your nan near me that you were seeing. Could have, could it have was, yeah. And, could have popped round and watched the Man City game at ours, mate. I just assumed you'd have been there, having it large and in charge. <laughs> I was not having it large, and I, I am never in charge. <laughs> Marge, big fan of Brexit. Likes to spend nine months a year in Spain. Mm, more like nine days. <laughs> She's come back with pneumonia, so you know. <laughs> there's what your Brexit the, benefit. What, what happened to the old one? <laughs> hey. uh-huh. there you go. <laughs> oh dear, get out of here. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> deserved. We then move on to Stamford Bridge. Ugh. <sighs> Next, it's the worst. It's the worst Chelsea team I've seen in. God knows how long. They so were bad. shit. Yeah. Um, I was speaking to a Chelsea fan at work and just be like, who's the season to get hold of? I was like, you used to watch Drogba up front and now you, you've got Nicholas Jackson. He is fucking terrible. <laughs> he is just very fast and yeah. got literally nothing else. When they oh, were doing the lineups, when they, did any of you go? Did you go? any of you go to the game? Yeah, yeah we both went. Went, yeah. <clears throat> when they were doing the lineup, it was on Am- was it on Amazon? Mm. Yeah, when they were sort of doing the lineups, it was like, who's that? Who? Who's, who's like to the point where I was like, am I on the right fucking channel here? Like, <laughs> it- oh, I know that one. I've heard of that one. And then yeah, you know, and they'd, they'd had a couple of results in the last few games, but they were still getting fucking rolled over by I think Wolves in the game before. And it's yeah, you think, come on, then you think, come on, and I've, what the first? Would you say the first? eight to ten minutes maybe it was like we're on the front foot and <clears throat> and then just absolutely i don't know i i, I was livid livid at the end of that game yeah. mudrich gonna be like pulisic and he doesn't score against anyone except us yeah he's like a really <laughs> expensive andre rubens he just runs fast in a straight line <laughs> half air, half an air cut yeah <laughs> he's got some fucking shit tattoos as well i'll tell you that <laughs> not that not that he cares what I think of his tattoos, but they're absolutely pony. Mm. And you so, buy art, so you know what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm a connoisseur. If he does want a good one at Mysterio, then he I do know someone that could do one. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was However, bad. There was it was worth the journey to West London for one thing and one thing only. And that was Chris Richards tackle in the build up to the goal. 
which stopped yeah. Chelsea countering. Absolutely punted the guy in the air fairly. And ball ends up with IU, who finds Elise at the back post. And oh, it's a it's a very impressive finish. Looks looks like it's a simple tapping at the back post, but to bring it down and hit it on the up was very, very special. Yeah, yeah, good finish. Very special finish, but not not backed up with much else. Not not necessarily from Elise, just from the, the general the general fucking performance. It was mm. passive passive as a uh something really passive. <laughs> um yeah, it was it was disappointing, especially if it's so late as well. Um, fucking, it was one of those ones as well where it would it was almost the first time where we could have had a VAR overturn a goal and then give yeah. a penalty against us because the counter attack Eze just made all sorts of wrong decisions. He was actually he was guilty of that in that game a lot. Actually, just yeah, I was gonna say really, exactly really poor decision making in that game. And, then, and the Brian yeah. game, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, that, not that I want to go over it again. Yeah, <laughs> he, he wasn't too good in the Everton game either. But anyway, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that ankle is bothering him. I don't know. Weird situation, but he's definitely not firing on all cylinders at the moment. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, if, you know, it was very close to if he would have just squared it to one of the three options he had we would have likely scored and MVAR would have pulled it back and given a penalty to them. Mm. It yeah. was it was a penalty though, wasn't it? It was a penalty. Yeah. No real... I think yeah, no can... like when they showed it on the, the screen uh, in the ground, I think everyone was just like... Uh, you can sort yeah. of... You know, you you could hear what the Palestinians wanting to be outraged and then we saw it and we were like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, play the dramatic, don't play that dramatic VAR sound. There's no need. Like, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Just take it. Just take it. Um, but yeah, like, I felt the same. Like they're just massively average Chelsea now. And you just I watched the Wolves game before, uh, before ours, and Wolves just pressed them and they looked shit. Like they just panicked. They couldn't string two passes together. And I just thought, I know we're not going to do that because we don't really do that. Although we did decide to play quite a high line and then got done, cut behind a few times. But it's just like they're there for the taking. And we just didn't we didn't do it. And it's really frustrating, isn't it? Indeed. It's fine though, because Roy Roy still thought we got three points out of it because <laughs> Because we came out of that game six six points clear. So I don't know what we were all worried about. Yeah. When you so you sent that to me and I forwarded it on to my other Palace group and everyone thought I was joking. And then someone was like, I've literally just seen it on telly. I can't believe oh, yeah. she said it. Mm. Yeah, because obviously the backdrop to all these games is Luton and Sheffield United picking up points and Luton getting oh, to yeah. within three, po- three points of us at some stage. So, yes. Six. But... <clears throat> It, that is the only defeat in the five games we're talking about. So we move on to Brentford, who I did just write here, Brentford are shit. <laughs> they have they were the only team to pick up zero points across the festive period, I think, in the five games across the festive period. Oh. Zero points, Brentford. So wow. it would have been criminal not to beat them. And we tried. We tried to let them back into the game at the end. Only really at the, and at the beginning, <laughs> some brilliant, yeah, brilliant save from Dean Henderson. Some really poor finishing from them. Um, but I've, I've got here from former producer Billiam in in our WhatsApp group said, "You know when you're a kid and the concept of Father Christmas makes Christmas amazing, then you find out and it's never the same. You miss the magic." I used that to describe to my missus my feelings on supporting Paris, 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 Palace currently. <laughs> Each week, I'm caring less and less. Only reason I'd get a season to get next season is fear of missing out and seeing the lads. Or, for that Brentford game, can't be asked to go, but I will go for Tasty Jerk, Albert. Please, do we have to? <laughs> I was fuming. 
Uh, I'm not, yeah, a bit like that chimney wasn't. <laughs> that yeah, fucking this, yeah. This, the, the smoke was coming out of my ears rather than out of the <laughs> chimney. <laughs> oh, Palace of Sax Hodgson, new manager in. Oh no, no, it's Albert's ears. Nah. Can Albert's I, I, I? I I I shouldn't say this, but hand on heart, I got on the train, got the magic train that goes straight from Watford to Fortin Heath, and I think I was about, I was around Wembley. I was around the Wembley when your text came through saying tasty jerk shut. And I, and I seriously considered and <laughs> off the train, going to the next platform and just fucking off home. I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> it was, well, it was weird because in the morning, I, uh, my friend Sergio, his mate was over from Malta and he was coming to the game and he was, he's a chef and he was just like, this is the time that I'm going to do Tasty Jerk. My chef mate can come and tell us about, tell us what he thinks as well. He loves jerk chicken. So we're just like, yes, Tasty Jerk. So I go and pick him up in the car. So much effort to go and pick him up in the car, to go to Tasty Jerk. I had to take a kid's seat out the back on a nicer fix. You know how hard that is? Yeah, man. <laughs> Get to Tasty Jerk. It's closed. Can't believe it. And then, Sorry, Sergio. To make things worse, Drive up to mine, have a couple of beers, watch a bit of Chelsea Luton. We'll go and get a jerk chicken burger from the upper tier of the Homesdale. Get to the counter. Um, three jerk chicken burgers, please. I'm afraid we've only got buffalo cheese or barbecue burgers today. What are these fucking fancy burgers you're getting in that end? The buffalo well, cheese nothing, one wasn't that bad, actually. Nothing like that in the fucking White Horse, my friend. What do you yeah. get in the White Horse? Burger. Fuck, f- fuck, all, fuck all. And a bump on the head every time you go for a piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Fan Zone do these fancy burgers as well. And yeah, and the upper tier of the home style. <laughs> I, uh, I went to Don Eagles instead. Um, cause I was very hungover, I have to say as well. That's part, that was part of my reason for wanting to go home. Um, went to Don Eagles and, and realised that when you go there on a match day, they've got a magic menu, which they pin up over the regular menu, and everything's fucking twice the price. Is that right? Yeah. Match no. day prices, they call it. Match day prices. Outrageous. £3.30 for a Savoy. How much is it normally? Well, I don't know. I don't go there on a match day. How do you know it's more expensive? Because it's you can see it's a it's a it's a they've got like hooks and there's like a special menu they've got printed that goes over the the normal but, one. But but the normal menu could be more expensive. No, it's not. Know. No chance. No chance. I want you to do Come some on. investigative journalism, Terence. Well, live you live nearby. Yeah, you live nearby. Bell them up now. Actually, should we call well, them live on loudspeaker? I'm having <laughs> I'm having a look on um, how much did you say it was. Match, a match day Savaloy is £3.30. That's so a lot. on Uber Eats, other restaurant ordering platforms are available. <laughs> a jumbo Savaloy is £3.40. <clears throat> it sounds like match day prices on Uber as well. Mm. It's always more expensive. No, it's always more expensive on the delivery te- app Same. things, isn't it? Phone them up. Phone them up now and say, "Look, I'm going to be." Just shout out your window. They're probably here. Do you know what? We've not we've not done a pod for about a month, <laughs> and people are like, "Oh my god, finally they're back!" And now we're discussing the price of. Who's saying that? Seven, Who is seven. saying that? Who is saying finally they're back? All seven of our listeners are delighted. If anyone, that we're if back. anyone fucking quote tweets when we when we release, so if anyone quote tweets saying finally they back. They're back. They can have. They can have a fucking winging it cap, or oh, or, a Savaloy. or a Savaloy, or <laughs> a Savaloy in the hat, or, yes. or the equivalent equivalent cash cash amount. Um, if either of you can guess how much a pot of mushy peas costs, I'll buy you a pot of mushy peas in oh Don God. Eagles. In Don Eagles. <clears throat> match day or non-match day, bro? <laughs> what match day? Because I'm in Uber Eats here, so uh, a pot of mashy peas. I've, if they're, if they're knocking out Savaloy's for three pound thirty, they're going to charge you, I reckon, 
three pound for a pot of mushy peas. I'm going two sixty. God, you, you both like Boris Johnson. I know the price of a Ooh. bottle of champagne. Okay, well, all right, that's <laughs> <laughs> two pound yeah, thirty. Two pound thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah, come on. Same, oh, same, as, same as a tub of baked beans. Now we're talking. But these are like little pots as well. Two thirty-four for a little pot of baked beans is. I'll tell you the other thing that was awkward that was in there. I uh... <laughs> <laughs> because I was hungover, as I've already mentioned. I went in there. It was me and my dad. He wanted sausage and chips. I said, "I'll have a savoy and chips, please." And as they made, it, I said, "Oh, and do you know what? I'll have a pickled egg as well, please, because it, <sighs> you know, that'll take the edge off." And they obviously had. <laughs> They obviously hadn't sold a pickled egg for quite a while because it took it took about four different people to get the jar open. Oh no! <laughs> passing it round. Then when they got it open, the the lady serving me was unable to retrieve one because she <laughs> the, she couldn't get the t- the tongs were going. Shut so up. then someone else, yeah, you know, I'm serious. Then the guy that was doing the sausages had to come over with his different sort of length and width tongs. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Uh, and, and, it, and you could, it was stopping. There was a queue. Oh yeah, there it is. Uh, they were, there was a queue building up behind me. I was standing there. I had everything else and it took, it took him about six minutes to get the pickled egg out. And it, and I, if I hadn't been hung over, I'd have said, I oh, know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But I really, really wanted it. And it became really, really awkward. Can I ask what takes longer, them getting your pickled egg out of the jar mm. or your computer booting up every time we record a podcast? It's quite... <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe me if I told you that whilst my, computer's, whilst my computer's booting up, I'm in the kitchen having a pickled egg out of the fridge? <laughs> oh. How much is a pickled egg? How much was a pickled egg on Uber Eats? Uh, oh... Go on then, tell me. No, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I, I, mate, I didn't give. I didn't give a shit. I was like, mate, just get one on. Dad's paying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll get it. No, I think I did. I pay. No, he definitely. Yeah, he did pay. Yeah, one pound fifteen. Jesus Christ! I mean, that must have been extra pickled if it was airtight, shutting that jar. It was a stubborn little fucker. <laughs> Anyway, let's carry on talking about Roy. <coughs> talking of talking of pickled eggs. <laughs> talking of sour, bitter, stubborn old fuckers. <laughs> uh, Brentford. So oh, we won, but let, let's reiterate against a very shit team who we almost let back in. Scored in was it one another home game in a row. No, was it because Everton scored really early doors, didn't they? <laughs> Uh, yeah. What did you think? Was you worried? Yeah. Well, the, the atmosphere was pretty toxic straight away as well. <laughs> and then obviously it went to VAR and there was a point at which it ticked over where we'd had more game, uh, more game time waiting for VAR than we had with the ball actually in play. Um, and I don't think, well, I, I mean, obviously I was up the other end, but at no point did I think they were going to disallow it. Oh well, it, it was weird, wasn't it? Because when you get people around the stadium singing Palace fans singing "fuck VAR," when it's it going to do it in our favour of anything at this moment in time? Yeah, but having seen it back, because I, I still never saw it with the lines drawn or anything. I'm just like, no, I haven't. This is clearly onside. Why is it taking yeah. them so long? Like it's one of those ones. Mm. Just use your eyes, look at it, yeah, yeah. and be like, even if. He is offside here. It's because I need to get a line out and measure his toe now. Bollocks, just like carry on. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. So at that point, obviously not looking good. And I was like, you know, the atmosphere is going to be going to go downhill and the plows will probably fall apart. But thankfully we equalised pretty quickly. I don't know what minute it was, but it was pretty soon after. With a, mm. Again, much like the goal against Chelsea, a great ball from IU and a great finish from Elise. Mm. And at that point, it's you know, all right, we're back, we're back in it. But I think if we'd, was have, that, if we'd have, was that the like, longest one-two in football history? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think, and I think, if we hadn't, if we'd have left it much longer to equalise, I just wonder how 
how quickly it would have gone downhill. So it was um, it was the goal that won Palace goal of the month for Elise. <laughs> and he also won Palace player of the month as well and was presented the award by Pete from security. Was it Pete? I think it was Pete. Sorry, apologies if it wasn't. I'm sure he listens. Uh, he's he's one of the seven. He, uh, Elise, he's, I, he's one of the ones saying, thank God they're back. <laughs> Elise, I know he was obviously just doing Elise things when he was being interviewed by Pete, but it was a bit... <laughs> poor guy didn't know. He was like a deer in headlights. And then he's like... Um, here's, here's your goal of the month. And Elise just looks at a deadpan. Which goal? <laughs> <laughs> Which goal? And like, then questioning him if he saw it. <laughs> so out of order. But no, it was very, very good. Hmm. Um, and then... Eze. We did play better after they scored. We did. Well, yeah, it was we probably, did, them scoring was probably the best thing that could have happened because it just meant we immediately went on the front foot and tried to get a goal instead of yeah. trying to keep it nil-nil for as long as possible. Yeah. Here's, here's, my question, here's my question to you two for the second goal. I know what you're going to say. Genius, <laughs> dummy. There you go. No, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> no fuck you man <laughs> i stayed up to watch match of the day i was like, oh i've been to a game i've seen a win i'm gonna watch match of the day and they were like genius here from Mateo. i was like fucking get out of it that i nearly is. fucking offed up my pickled egg high iq mate high iq move that is Fuck. <laughs> high foot whoops there it goes oh <laughs> uh, you, you just it. yeah Genius. Everything he touches or doesn't touch turns yeah. to gold at the moment. Everything he doesn't touch turns to gold, see? <laughs> turns to gold. Uh, Shit. Great finish from Eze. It was I was really, finish. really hoping that that goal was going to kick him into gear and up his form a bit. It hasn't materialised that way, sadly. But great finish. Shit celebration. Don't know what he was trying to do. I said that and someone had a go at me. He buckled, I mean, I didn't didn't shut up. <laughs> Well, over. he was doing it right in front of you as well, weren't he? That's about yeah. where your seat is, isn't it? He sort of span on his back like a like a turtle and then <laughs> punched the air a bit. Like, I don't give a shit what he does because he scored, so it's great. If only but... they were doing the ninja rap. Exactly. <laughs> um, niche. Niche. Very which, niche. Which turtle would Eze be? Michelangelo, because he's a party dude. When he scores, who, he does a little who, dance. Who, who would these other three be? Who would his mates be? Uh, I, I reckon Mark Gay would be Donatello because I think he's a bit of a nerd. Hmm. Who's who's at Lerma would be Raphael because he runs around kicking people. <laughs> and then who's the lead? Joel Ward can be Leonardo because he's a bit dry, a bit boring. Hmm. But 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 you, you sort of need him. Yeah. Mateta is both Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> yes, Roy, Roy Hodgson's obviously Splinter because he's old. <laughs> no, I think Roy Hodgson is who's the little pink fella, Krang. Krang? Oh yes he is. <laughs> yeah, he's Krang. The little, little wrinkly pink. Fella. pink. That's, yeah. that's what they call him. There was a little pink fella. He's taken over the world, but sure. So does that yeah. mean Ray is Splinter then? Yeah, maybe. We're always wearing shorts with hairy legs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Fucking hell, if they thought the Savaloy chat was was off, <laughs> which Palace player is which Ninja Turtle is next on the list? <laughs> uh, we scored a third goal in this game as well, didn't we? Michael Alise, again, lovely. Was it Mark Gay breaks up play in the middle of the park and finds him. And that's a special finish, you know, like beating the players keeping his head about him and then just passing it in while digging the ball out from behind him a bit because it just sort of overtaken the ball a bit, but he just kind of shoots from behind his standing foot with the ball and, you know, just comfortably passes it past the keeper. It's very Brilliant nice. goal. Brilliant goal. But then, as I say, it took Dean Henderson's save out of the top corner to keep, to, you know, keep it from being a nervy ending. But he has been nominated for Save of the Month, and that's not it, weirdly. 
It's a save against Man City from Bernardo Silva, which is also a brilliant save, to be fair. The, the one that gave him cramp in both yeah. legs. Yeah, that's, I was worried that it was going to be worse than cramp, but you know, he was still rusty. But Is it Mopay that hit that shot? Mopay hit the bar, yeah. Getting get, get booed bar. with every touch, at least. I thought that was in when he hit that. That was coming yeah, right could, towards yeah, us. It was like the booze inspired him massively, you know. Just he played. His I gave him one of them as he came on when he was warming <laughs> up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he literally has played his three best ever games of football at Sellers Park. That's typical. And then. All in and around this, we get a fucking awful FA Cup draw in Everton at home. They move it to a Thursday night, because why not? I'm I'm muting. I'm muting. <laughs> we get to watch it in high winds and heavy rain. <laughs> you must be getting yep. drenched where you are in the Homestale. Yeah, I mean, I was drenched when I got to the Homestale, to be honest, because on the walk up from the station, it, the clouds just opened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I was like, well, I'm going to wait for a mate. So I thought I'll get a pint in, in the Homesdale, £6, whatever it was, for a flat shit, whatever mm-hmm. it was, San Miguel. I don't know what they serve in there. It's horrible. Um, I was all right. I didn't get that wet during the game, thankfully. But I think that's probably because of the wind more than anything else. But, I mean, the fact that we're talking more about the weather than we are about the football says a lot about the game because it yeah. was... Well, you, you weren't certainly where they get weren't going to get wet with excitement. That's for sure. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, clean sheet. Taking any positives from that? Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought Gabe was pretty good. Henderson made a really good save in the first half. They didn't really threaten much. I mean, they had a couple of chances that probably that you would, if you're an Everton fan, you say we should have scored them, but. I mean, it was devoid of much entertainment, wasn't it? With the sort of France cameos aside, it was mm. pretty nothingy. So, Albert, I know you didn't watch the game. Don't blame you. Nope. Uh, however, it's the second home game in a row where we've been flipped and kicked towards the Homesdale in the first half. Yeah. Do you think we're doing it or the opposition are doing it? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I don't know you the sh- answer. Yeah, you'd assume it's the opposition doing it. Yeah, that's what my initial thought was against Brentford. And then it ha- where it happened then again against Everton. Because obviously, why would Everton then come and be like, oh, it didn't fucking work on the weekend? And I do remember a period, Sean Derry did this. He's, every time, at the start of every home game, he, sw- he switched us for about six or seven games when he was captain. And then talked about the pressure of kicking towards the homestyle in the second half as a bit too much for the younger players. Like, and then we don't have that issue. Yeah, <laughs> young players. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some young players. What are you talking about? Uh, Everyone's young compared I'm... to us, Albert. Yeah, younger and younger compared to some. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I see managerial appointments these days, and it's like forty-one-year-old, and I'm like, oh, he's young. Oh, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> Depends what context. Come on, we've we've already seen two sets of careers come and go now in football. We're we're old lads. Two sets of careers. I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, grim. Two two generations of careers. <sighs> Happy New Year. Clinton Morrison is the one that always comes to my mind. And do you know what's going to be next? Will Wilfer be finished in the next couple of years? Uh, <laughs> he retired in the summer, didn't he? <laughs> so, um, yeah, other than a clean sheet, I don't really know what to say. I'd, they went down to 10 men and looked more likely to score than we did. Classic Palace. Yeah, our, our, our bit at the end where... We've got an extra man, but we're just passing it about between the centre backs. Oh, the, and, guy, and it's like, the guy in front of me lost it. He absolutely lost it. Look at the fucking clock. <laughs> They've got 10 red, for fuck's sake. 
<laughs> I just absolutely lost it. But it's yeah. just, I was if you look back on it, it's like the one thing that neither team wanted was a replay, but both teams were too shit to do anything to stop it from happening. <laughs> just crap. Uh, just crap. Well, Dominic Calvert Lewin was so bored. He was like, I ain't planning a fucking replay. Get me out of it. Yeah. <laughs> harsh, what did you... harsh red. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's one of those where it's like if the rule is if your foot's up like that and there's any contact, I think sometimes there's not even contact and they say it's intent or whatever, then I guess... Out of control. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, at the time, at the time, it didn't look like he got him. The only reason I thought he touched him at all was because Klein isn't one to sort of flop around and lie on the floor and he was down for a pretty pretty long time. And then went off not long after. Yeah. So, I was like, I guess he must have... He must have touched him a little bit at least because Klein wouldn't do that anyway. Mm. But when they showed it on the on the screen, like no one around us was like, oh, fucking hell. Everyone was just a bit like, oh. So, yeah. I mean, I guess by the letter of the law, it's a red, but... It's funny, though. Funny, though, because it's Everton fans funny. What was what yeah. was quite funny was Seamus Coleman ran over when the ref was looking at, at the telly <laughs> and he... It was like really gesticulating. No, he didn't touch him. He didn't touch him. And then he ran over to Calvert Lewin, being like, "Thumbs up, you're fine, you're fine." And then the ref turns around and sends him off. It's like, fuck's sake! Looked like Anderson just like shit housing him as well, being like, he's coming out. The ref's holding up the red card. He's just laughing. That's definitely not red. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can lip read him. You're like, definitely not red, and he's just laughing at him. <laughs> what What did you think of uh, Franca? Um, he, I thought he did all right. Like in flashes, he was trying to make things happen. Like he was trying mm. to, you know, cut inside, get shots away. Um, struggled a few times. He tried to get to the byline, got away a couple of times, but you know, had a good battle with a defender who was just physically imposing on him. So he's got that yeah. side, that side of it to learn a bit. Um, was and wasn't surprised that he came off. Um, probably, he probably just hasn't got the leg. He didn't have the legs to finish that game, I imagine, based on how much mm-hmm. he's played or not played in since he's joined the club. Uh, but yeah, I think there's signs they did. You know, there's definitely a player in there. One hundred percent, there's a player. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, hopefully, just get some more game time as the season goes on, and he can play a bigger part next season. Yeah, his English has come along incredibly, considering he didn't speak any when he came here. Oh yeah, I haven't watched like, it. Very little. Yeah, he's he's English is he's really clearly thrown himself into learning it properly. So um, fair play to nice. him. Yeah, that's cool. And um, yeah, I was just it was just infuriating. That last twenty minutes, well, the ten minutes plus the nine minutes stoppage time, just just didn't get after the game at all. No, really, should just be pausing. But as I say, they was they just looked more likely to score than we did, and then. Anderson just about let go of Beto before it would have been a penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was a bit of six of one, half half a dozen of the other kind of vibe. And then Anderson just, yeah, so I, just, I think he just let go of him just just in time anymore yeah. probably would have been a pen. But again, funny though, because it rattled Everton. I saw someone actually tweet Nathaniel Klein. Oh, I saw that as well. He probably hasn't used Twitter for six years Since telling him how he how he was disappointed <laughs> telling him how disappointed he was in it yeah you've got to, you've got to take responsibility for this and someone's like what the, you're, you're as you're much to blame as the pgmol or whatever yeah <laughs> he, he should just tweet you back just being like once a red or something and just <laughs> yeah. <even> funnier <laughs> yeah. but yeah so now we're lumbered with a fucking shit replay at Goodison, three days before we play Arsenal at twelve thirty on a Saturday. I do. Yeah, great. Can't wait. By the yeah. way, I would say, ha- has ever there been a more <laughs> nailed-on two or three no away defeat in the cup under Roy Hodgson than that Everton replay? Yes, we will be losing that two 0 Yeah. No, do you I think don't. if the Reef had got up to the both managers at the full-time whistle and said, "Look, should we just mash out some penalties and fucking settle it now"? Do you think the manager would have this. gone for that? I said this. This yeah. I think they need to bring in a rule in the FA Cup where if two Premier League teams are drawn together in any round of the FA Cup, it gets settled on the day. 
stop all this moaning about fixture congestion. If you're both Premier League clubs, done and dusted on the day. No one's going to complain. Yeah. The extra time and pens happens there and then. Done and dusted. We don't want that replay. Everton don't want that replay. Although maybe they did in the last 10 minutes because they were fucking time-wasting to try and get it. But <laughs> you just like... You know, I don't think anywhere if that rule came in, it, it protects the revenue for the lower league clubs and so on and protects the precious legs of all the Premier League players and so on and keeps fixture congestion down for them. Sold. I, I, I just think it's such a simple fix, really, but doesn't devalue the competition in any way, I don't think. Or very no, little. I don't think so. Hmm. Who the fuck is interested in watching Palace play away at Everton in an FA Cup replay third round? I want to know the viewing figures on the telly yesterday because they must have been fucking small. Mm. ITV4? It was just it was just Joey Barton watching it getting seething. <laughs> seething. I don't want to I don't want to stoke the flames of Joey Barton's fire, but Enia Luku was not watching the game. <laughs> You could see her in the box in the corner. She was not facing the pitch. She was so fucking bored. <laughs> Don't blame her. Jobby Mac yeah. enough was sort of pretending to watch. <laughs> well, I was facing I was facing it and I was also fucking bored. So I feel, I feel her pain. Anyway, look, I've got a really, really important update here. I've just got yep. a notification from Uber Eats saying P egg is almost yours. <laughs> Open the app to <laughs> Philip Egg. <laughs> um, Jean Philippe Egg. Makes with Scotch Egg. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I feel like it's a bit like Spotify. Somehow I've fucked up my Uber Eats algorithm here. Algorithm. <laughs> please, please, please just order one pickled egg on Uber yeah, Eats. Please. One pickled egg and mushy peas. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just one pickled egg. You better order it now, mate, because it takes them about 10 minutes to get it out of the fucking jar. So, <laughs> oh, Right, so we're going we're gonna to do this for the first time in ages. Three in three. Someone get the door. Right, we're going to pick a player each from the five games as an overall. Uh, Heskiff, who do you want? Um, oh, see, now I, I'd agreed to do Mateta, but now no one else picked Elise. I'm not going to do Elise. I'll do Mateta. I'll do Mateta. Spoiler alert. Just, just to wind up, Albert. Uh, well, you, you two can still choose Elise now that I haven't. Um, I'll do Mateta. So you start, you let me know when I, when I can right. start. Go. So, yeah, like we've alluded to, um, the last couple of games, especially, Mateta has seemingly turned into a, an actual professional footballer. Albert, uncross your arms. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not even just he crossed his arms, the way he sat back in his chair and laughed. Right, this will be good. So, against Chelsea, held the ball up well, nice touches, link play very well, carried that on against Brentford, probably his best match as a Palace player, I would say. Um, I know other people think the same as well. Um, just did everything that we get pissed off at him for not doing on a normal, on a game to game basis. You know, like I say, control the ball, heading the ball, jumping at the right time, laying the ball off, providing world class, may I say, dummies to Eze and build up the goals. I think whether it's the window coming where he, he thinks he's going out or Redwood's coming back from injury, Mateta's number one at the moment and Albert loves it. <laughs> but he's still just holding the pose he's just like fuck this not having fucking deluded deluded (laughs) Uh, I'll go now Uh, I'm going to talk about Dean Henderson so obviously I think it's very clear now we've got two top goalkeepers at the club Sam Johnson you know really good start to his Palace career Started to drop in form a little bit towards the end. Um, but then Henderson's come back from injury and then first up had a really ropey game, his first game. Obviously, just clearly a bit of a bit of rust, hasn't been on the grass properly for a long time. And then just over the last few games, he's just got progressively better and better, pulling off 
ridiculous saves. I mean, he's been nominated for save of the month in the Premier League, as we've already noted. Free save from Bernardo Silva. He's tip out of the top corner was just unbelievable. And the fact Nathaniel Klein sprinted over to him at the end of the game as well and just got in his face and just applauded him before hugging him. Just really nice moment before Anderson followed up and did the same thing. And then brilliant save against Everton with his feet as well at the near post, come through a crowd of players. Really, really sharp reflexes. And uh, 15 million is not looking so bad now, I don't think. Agreed. And he loves... Like he's really good with the fans as well. Like he turns around, he like punches the air, thumbs up, all that sort of stuff. Always good. He does. Yes. Um, Albert, who who are you going to go for then? Well, I wanted Jean Philippe Mateta, but let's just. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to go for the, I think for Nathaniel Klein. Okay, you're very welcome. I've been my last one. <laughs> I can't remember. Okay. Well. Go on then, shoot. Uh, I think Nathaniel Klein, we've obviously seen him get a bit more of a consistent run in the side. Um, and I think for me, it's it's cemented that he is the better option at right back. No no disrespect to Joel Ward. You know, Joel Ward, great servant for the club. Captain, obviously. I just think Nathaniel Klein's a bit more assured and certainly offers a bit more going forward. Um and presses up quite nicely and sort of sits in that position where he, he might go on the overlap or he might just sit inside to provide cover for the wide players. Um, and I thought out of, out of this little run that he's been on, you know, you have to say that um, his performance against Brighton, particularly keeping Matoma just, you know, Matoma might as well not have been on the pitch. It's how good a, a job that Joel, uh, Joel Ward, Nathaniel Klein did. So, uh, uh, Hopefully he's not too hurt from that atrocious challenge from Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I thought I pushed the button there, but yeah, you ended up perfectly there. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, good. right to highlight his performance against Brighton. Really, mm-hmm. you know, last season, and it's obviously clubs have got wise to it. Last season, how many times did you see Matoma running behind, get through and slot the ball home? Every time they looked for that, Nathaniel Klein was just all over him. And... Um, I don't know what was more embarrassing, just Klein marking him out the game or Elise nutmegging him <laughs> and breaking his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so beautiful that he gets nutmegged and then goes off on crutches. You just can't get any better than that. But yeah, it was really, really <laughs> impressive run of games for Klein. Yeah, and as you say, I, I can only imagine the tackle from Dominic Calvert-Lewin um, cut him like the studs cut him because it didn't look like it could have done anything else really. So where it was sort of more of a glance, it might have sliced his leg or something. And he had that before. Do you remember? We thought his career was over last season, went down and he was waving around, rolling around on the floor. Again, very unlike Nathaniel Klein. It turned out he had a massive cut, like a, like mm. a laceration in his calf. So maybe, I don't know, he's just got shit calves or something. He's <laughs> like a, old wrestler back in the day like and easy to cut himself and, and bleed yeah um, but yeah no he's got some holes in the back of his socks well yeah Conor Gallagher does that the fuck is that about I don't know anyone talking about it it's all about socks and sh- have you seen the side of the Michael Elise shin pads the little tic- size of them no they are like I don't know like a 50p pence piece yeah, they look like really? they, look, they look like little tic tacs. Mate, go to the video or all the stuff around Man City when he scores the penalty against Man City and look at his socks and his shin pads. Wow, it's like he's I don't know stuck uh, like a prawn cracker down there or something. Not even a prawn cracker, more like a fucking um, a blackjack. Remember oh. back in the day, fruit 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 Frank. salad. <laughs> Fruit salad, yes. Blackjack, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, top top three penny sweets from back in the day? Pickled egg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pineapple no. chunks, milk bottles, rhubarb and custard. No. Let's fucking move on. Fucking hell. Yeah, good shouts. Milk bottle, definitely. Absolutely. Um, fizzy, fizzy... Sh- those fizzy cherry things. I love yeah. those. Are we counting like the sherbet dib dab thing? 
quite like them. Not not for a penny, uh, mate. Come on. Penny. Don't know where you grew up. Uh, okay, no. What about a spongy prawn? Yeah, uh, I didn't mind a little spongy banana. So they say. Mm. Yeah, those are right. <laughs> the shrimps. They were good. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. Pink shrimps, not spongy prawns. Prawn. 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 I think sp- not for, spongy not for a was the budget one. They were yeah. half a penny. <laughs> From the bit. <laughs> oh, steady on. You have to pay more to see them, my friend. <laughs> um, right, so look, we'll just end with five games, only one defeat. Why does it still feel so negative, Eskif? Oh God! Y- your eyes, stop. your eyes. If 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 only you could see his eyes, listener. <laughs> um, honestly, it's just re- I just find it really boring at the moment, and I think the sort of excuse of well, we haven't got any of our players is now worn thin because we have. Um, and it, to me, it's more the sort of like the, the the way of playing of let's not lose rather than let's win, and I just. Just have a fucking go. Mm. That's that's what my eyes were saying. Please, just have a fucking go. But every team's got really good players, has you? So have we. <laughs> mm. I don't know, man. I just think we're so like, there's no movement. You pass like the pass map against Chelsea was a square. I don't know if you saw it. Because yeah. it's like, you just pass into the bloke who's next to you. It must be so easy to play against Palace. You just know, you know exactly what we're going to do. Well, especially now without the core eight. I, I think Chris Richards is doing a great job as a destroyer in there and just winning possession back, but he passes forward never. Never, never. <laughs> when, when your midfielder is like, let me pass back to my centre-backs because they're better passers than me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a massive miss. And that, you know, that is mitigation, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, just say, and I, I don't want to throw shade at Chris Richards because he really... He's he's done all right as a as what he is just doing in there, destroying people, winning the ball back, intercepting all of that. He's doing a good job, and then just giving it off to someone who's can pass better than fair play to him. He's having he's having a good time, and good luck to him as well getting a run of games at last, and uh, mm-hmm. can only make it difficult for Roy to take him out, I guess, um, as and when that would need to happen. Uh, Albert, you bored as well. <clears throat> We back to where we were no, a couple of years ago. No, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I the thing that's making it. I don't know. There's a couple of things. Obviously, Roy. I don't know if Roy's doing it on purpose. You know, we we were speaking about it. We, we haven't played for five games, and we're still sort of commenting on Roy's general demeanour. It's just one of it's very dour, um, and that does that does bleed out into the the wider fan group and fan base. And we're at the point now where. I imagine someone's starting to think about a season ticket email to get people to renew and all that sort of stuff. And I get, all right, I get if if that's Roy's style of playing, i.e., let's be a, let's be passive, see what happens, and and go from there. But when it starts becoming a, a, a chain around the whole club's neck. It does. It does feel a little bit. Yeah, maybe I will skip the fucking Savaloy and pickled egg and stay at home. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, and you know we're not gonna, we're not gonna rip up any trees in January in terms of transfers. We just know that's not the case. And I just have that. Um, I'm sure he, he said it on several occasions. You know that sort of paraphrasing Steve Parrish's. If you're not, if you're not moving forward, you know. Oh, sorry. If you're standing still, then you're going backwards, and that's kind of lurking over us at the moment I would suggest mm. yeah it's definitely the mood's not good and I wish it I do wish it was better but I do find myself <laughs> you know it was quarter to eight and I still hadn't left my house for the Everton game it's obviously only a like six seven minute walk for me but I'm just like do I want to go out there? And I hate feeling that way about Palace. It's only happened to me like a couple of times in my whole, you know, what am I, up yeah. to 30 years of supporting Palace. It's very rare that I've not wanted to go. So I don't like feeling like that. And I just stood there like, just flat the whole, the whole game long, just flat. Couldn't even be bothered to like, get faux outraged at Eze's book in for diving. Cause let's face it, you probably dived. I've seen him do it enough now. Yeah. Which even just makes me feel sad 
because you know we used to defend Wilf to the hilt over accusations of diving or going down easy because he just didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> now now it's like Ebbs does it. No one talks about it. Just a bit like James McArthur. No one talks about him diving. Refs have clearly caught on to it because that yellow card came out quick sharp. It's like he was waiting for oh, him yeah. the moment he went down. So, I don't know. It's also like, you know, Elise has gone in the summer and fair play to him. He should be because he's, he's going to the top. So it's even that, like as much as I love watching him play, I'm just like, we've probably, how long is he injured for now? We could end up losing him for two months being yeah. robbed of the last two of the last five months. So it's kind of like, I absolutely love him and I'm just appreciating watching him play and just knowing that, you know, I'm watching someone who's going to be at the top of the game in a few years, but doesn't make me want to be massively behind him as a palace player. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know everything about, it. just a bit upsetting at the moment. Same with Roy. We're just waiting for it to come to an end. Mm-hmm. Now that's all we're doing. So we can start the next chapter. And then uh, uh, the players we got who we'd want to keep going to want to be behind that manager, who knows? So it's going to have to gut all of them. My beloved Anderson will probably be out. Fucking welcome back, guys. Woohoo! 2024. <laughs> oh, no. Apologies. What can I say? We, I'm sorry to end it on a dour note, but end it we will. So good to be back. Obviously, we don't have a game next week. So there'll be no pod. Then the week after is the Everton replay. And I'm going to put you into the lovely hands of Sam Heskiff and Albert Curley to decide what to do because I will be sunning myself in Cape Town. So holiday, is it? Yes. Start the usual means go on. Yeah. All right. (laughs) No, you go. That's fine. I worked out this is the first time I've been on holiday for more than five days in five years. So I think I can take it. My, you know, it's more. My, you know, take it. You go. You go with our blessing. You go with our blessing. Thank you. Like I say, take a bit more time for yourself. Go and do it in Cape Town. <laughs> Problem is, you're going to take the time for yourself on this pod and just be you and sat in silence with your arms crossed thinking about Matessa. We ain't talking about football when you're away, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Let's not forget Albert and I were the ones who did a podcast during lockdown about what palace manager would make the biggest mess in your house? <laughs> and we meant with the cutlery drawer, not shitting on the bath or on the floor or whatever. I don't think we said, well, wasn't that the coach it. driver? It wasn't that the, didn't turn out to be the coach driver? Well, it would have been clear that Steve Kemba would be the one shitting on your floor. That, that podcast was a fever dream. <laughs> it might not even have happened. <laughs> right. But anyway, so yeah, a couple of weeks for the next one. Hopefully this one will tide you over till then. And um, yeah, thanks, Long Thanks, Albert. Happy New Year, everyone. Until next Happy time. Happy New Year. Up the Palace. Palace. Oh, that's a New Year's New Year thing. 